Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Cooley, the cool man, and I have Ntate on the other line. Uh, welcome I like to that. the show. I like that. <laughs> Cooley, the cool man. Let me find uh, out what a new name <laughs> for my brother. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Home Away Show. It's Cooley the Cool Man. He's Cooley, dubbed the beautiful ju- name. Just for tonight, just for today, just no, for today. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, unless you stop being cool, then I, I'll say Cooley the Old Man. Uh, <laughs> That's ladies true. Gentlemen, we are back in the building. The boys are back in town doing what we do best. It feels like summertime out there, Cooley. Isn't that crazy? It, it is, actually. Uh, it's just been uh, so hot, man. I just can't believe it, especially today. I couldn't get up. Hey, listen. You know what? Yesterday I went to a stag. A what? A stag. A, a stag. T- a, tell me. A stag, like a bachelor party. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> oh boy. I went there yesterday. It was pretty cool. PG rated show. PG rated. We had fun. We had fun. Shout out to my buddy Peter. Uh, Peter, actually, I work with him here in Danbury, and uh, he invited me to come out there, and we had a lot of fun, dude. I was, I was home though by uh, two. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a, a good sign or a bad sign. Two o'clock. I think, I think it's pretty good. I think that's think pretty good. Think about it, because most of this place is closed at two, so that's I, true. Did, I didn't leave at two. So I you did the it. right thing. You didn't wait until yeah, they closed. You yeah, left when they closed. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were really, we were really having a good time with the guys, you know. We were really enjoying ourselves. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have, uh, uh, today we have a great show. We're gonna get on uh, Miss Ndlovu, uh, yes, which is Regina Mary Ndlovu. Uh, she's an actress, a musician from South Africa, an activist uh, who's mm-hmm. albino, and she's yes. she has this um, quest of going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I don't know if she's doing it for the first time or whatever, but we're yeah. going to ask her. She's going to tell us everything about that. And for those people who are interested to sponsor her event, please shout out to us. Let us know so that we can connect you with her. She's going to give us all of her social media stuff too. So, yes. But anyway, yes. Uh, let's, should we get her on? Let's get her on, man, because uh, I really want to hear more from her. Uh, we also got a lot of things to talk about. Well, I think this week was a crazy week if you look at the news headlines between the hurricanes and there was some activities happening in the massachusetts area so we definitely want to touch upon that so do not lose focus do not disappear stay tuned buckle up it's about to be a ride but um as cooley just said we do have uh the sister joining us shortly regina mary Ndlovu. that last name by the way Ndlovu, spelled n-d-l-o-v-u it means elephant which is a beautiful animal beautiful creature are you sure it's a beautiful creature, though? I'm not too sure about Denlovo and the beautiful creature. <laughs> but anyway, that day I just lost you, my brother. See, I, I used to join us directly live from home. Okay, we just kind of lost you with the listeners just for a little bit. So we just want you to know that we missed the last part of it. You said you said Lovu is a beautiful animal. Were you serious? Holloway Show Live. Which one did we get? I don't think we got Regina. Guys, let's get Regina in. Uh, what is going on on this side? But anyway, while I'm trying to get things situated here to bring Regina in, uh, let me see if I can get to a little bit of music. 
and we're gonna try to get Regina in, and she's gonna be back with us and be talking to us about everything that is going on down in South Africa. So while we're waiting for Regina, let's hear this song. Ladies and gentlemen, the song I'm going to give you right now is the song by the House uh, Victims. Uh, house Victims is a popular uh, house group in South Africa. It's called Deep House. The music is a banger, man. It's one of those music that just wake up your spirit, make you feel like something is more important than the other. But uh, it's a music that works. You know, when we say the music that works, this is the music that works. Let's hear the house victims.
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cooley, the cool man. And the guy is back, and Dada disappeared, and Dada is back. But the cool thing, I'm the back. whole entire thing is, yes. we got, we got Mary. We got yes. Regina Mary Lovu, uh, the lady from South Africa, musician, actor, activist, and she's rocking with us for another 20 minutes. And she's going to be telling us all things about her. Hey, Regina, you're the second time in the show, right? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, we, you know what we hello, hear? Hello, hello, hello. We, we can hear you, but we hear you from a long distance. I don't know if you can hear us. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Ah, uh, we hear you still from far away, but yes. uh, we, 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 we're gonna try the best we can because I don't know. Are you using headphones or what are you using? Yes, I'm using headphones. It's, it's not clear. Yeah, uh, yeah, it sounds like you know when you know when uh when somebody used to scare you and they would go underneath the blankets and they start talking and you hear that mumbling noise from the distance and you're thinking it's a ghost. That's how okay. I'm hearing right now. What <laughs> so, kind of a childhood did you have? <laughs> hey, we used to scare each other. Oh, okay, okay, whatever. Tell me if it gets better. It's getting a lot yeah. better actually, that's, that's and I think better. if you raise your voice too. Better? Yeah, uh, if you raise your voice. Good afternoon. Hi. How's it going today, Mrs. Novo? How are you doing, ma'am? I'm very well. Thank you very much. It's actually evening here. So, hello. Good evening. Good evening, indeed. Good evening. Welcome to the Home Away Show. I did not have the pleasure of uh, being present last time you were on the show. So, formally introducing myself, uh, just Cooley's co-captain over here, Dr. Naila. And welcome. Welcome back on the show, sister. Thank you very much for having me. I'm happy to be back on the show again. Thank indeed, you. indeed, and you know, um, I, I was looking, um, as we always do, is try to be nosy and learn a little bit more about the folks we're going to have on as a guest. Um, and I have to say, I admire. Uh, there was an article I was reading about you where you break down a lot of things, and I know you, you more than likely discussed a lot of this about your upbringing and and some of the difficulties that you felt uh, experienced, but more so your perseverance. I, I admire how much you have persevered and turned what one would have looked at as um, a limitation in life and you are now have been involved in arts now you are climbing Mount Kilimanjaro hi boo <laughs> <laughs> yes I am wow yeah thank you so much so it's yes. always for a good purpose and um, I'm definitely doing it for the next generation you know I didn't have a role model so I figured if I didn't get that why not be one because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be going through this urbanism discrimination thing if somebody did something. And not that they couldn't, but probably it wasn't the same opportunity even at the same um, time scape of but having a voice and being able to have such a platform as yours. I and mean, then here I am being able to actually voice out for the world. So it's amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. And I like that you said be a role model. I, you know, I, I was sharing with a friend earlier on this week about how I strongly believe that we've all been blessed with some type of gift. Um, some gifts are more evident than others. Somebody may have a beautiful voice like Whitney Houston or somebody may be a good actor. But sometimes we just have certain gifts. You could be somebody who uplifts people. And how do you utilize that and become a role model that people want to model their life after and even do better? So to hear you uh, and you can see your journey. And I want to hear more about, you know, how do you commit yourself to something as daunting as climbing Mount Kilimanjaro? I struggled climbing the little hill eh, back in the day. You just go in and go up the hill and you are committing to such a huge task. Tell, tell our listeners a little bit more about 
this, this climb to me called Mount Kilimanjaro and what is the cause behind it? Because I'm sure you're doing it for, for a deeper purpose. Wow, uh, the audience is going to just be shocked at what really took place. So, this September, uh, we'll be climbing Mount Kilimanjaro to amplify mm. our voices on persons with albinism to stand and actually find our strength. And I'm representing South Africa. Mm. And I'll be joined by other six countries, Senegal, Tanzania, Kenya, Zimbabwe, and Nigeria. And we are all six women. So basically, the last time I was on the show, I kind of shared my story in terms of not being able to read and write. I never learned how to read and write, so I had a literacy problem which I had to use different gadgets like subtitles to teach myself. So basically, my passion for urbanism is very deep because it's not just about what is happening, it's what could happen. If somebody is independent and they find their feet, a lot changes. When I became independent, I literally did not go through half the things I did when I was a child. Mm. So basically, I'm on Facebook just one day, and I see this post, this, this, this dynamite woman that just seems so confident, and she says, hi, you want to climb Kilimanjaro for amplifying our voices for albinism? And I guess I didn't really hear what she said. I think I saw how she looked and how, how confident she was. Mm. And I heard albinism in the middle, and then I just said, I'm doing this. And it that was it. That and was I'm it. Like, I, exactly. But actually, I didn't know what was what I was doing. I didn't literally understand that climbing a mountain will require my physical ability. And I'm like the most religious <laughs> person physically. <laughs> so I, and because I'm also a theater actress, during that period, I was currently busy on stage. So I never took up time to research what climbing a mountain is. I had no idea what Kilimanjaro is. You know, I, I was literally on the opposite side of everything that this mountain required. I didn't exercise, I didn't drink water, basically I used to smoke, you know. So when we went to Kenya for a training, we had a pre-training, and I remember the night before I left for Kenya, I googled hiking, while hiking. Mm. And the internet just said hiking is walking. So I'm like, I, I got this. I'm going there to talk. I can speak. So I, I'm, I'm going there to talk. I had no idea. I literally found out what I was doing while I was on the road, like literally when the hike started, I'm like, okay, so what's happening here? We're walking up to where? And like, we were walking for five hours. I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, and that's when it did. I'm like, what have I done? I was like, in trauma. I was like, am I that blind that I didn't really take? I was shocked, <laughs> you know? And it was, it was such a horrible because I was, Climbing the next day, and it was like, you know, I had all this, I was stupid, I was dumb, you can't do them right, so you didn't know what to do. And then on that particular time, I had to be sent back because I couldn't make it to the first summit. And when I came back home, I was like, oh my God, I've never been so exposed in my life. Like, mm. what was I doing? And then I literally Googled Kilimanjaro and I saw this mountain. I'm like, hell no. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm not doing this. You know, but then having the support and seeing how the other women are as well, because they all have these great stories and they've all overcome all these great challenges. Something says to me, you know what? You do need to face reality right now. You can put up the character and you can be all these things, but this mountain literally is about to expose you because you have to be real. If you can't be real, you'll never be able to face life. So I had to quit the smoking. 
quit the drinking, started drinking mm. when I started training. I literally started going to the gym. I literally started focusing on the fact that why are you doing that? This is hard, but this is the whole purpose of it. So mm. when I really, really got that inspiration, I was in the gym in and out. It's been like a whole new beginning. Literally, you know, it's like, wow. So, yeah, that's my story. So now that's that amazing. I know what I'm doing, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to go stomach and say, guys, look at this. It's been hard, even for me. You've heard my voice. You've seen me talk. You've seen the confident girl, but it's never always been like that. Sometimes you have to cover up some stuff and say a mountain says, uh-uh, you can't play that role here. Yeah. And, and you know, what, well, thank you for sharing, uh, because what I found so interesting is, uh, you know, mountains, uh, and by the way, for those who are wondering what we are talking about when we keep saying the word Kilimanjaro, and you are afraid to go Google the term, I've done it, I've taken a liberty to do that for you. So Mount Kilimanjaro is standing at 19,341 feet. Uh, it is Africa's tallest freestanding mountain. And what I was thinking about as you were talking, my sister, is that we use mountains for analogies in so many pers uh, perspectives in life. You know, it's getting over the mountain. It's getting through the mountain. It's peaks and valleys. And it sounds like what you were able to do, even though you didn't do the appropriate research to prepare yourself for it, once you saw this mountain, literally and figuratively, that was standing in front of you, you basically went back to the why. I heard you emphasize that piece, that why are you doing this? And that's kind of what gave you the drive. Is, is that what I'm getting correct? You don't see the inside. And as much as I have overcome all these things before, I was still hurting at them. Like I said, I still smoked, I still had a, a drink here and then. But then when dealing with this mountain, it says you can't. You can't yeah. taste anything. You have to be you. So it's the biggest blessing I could ever receive because it has made me just identify and meet the real Regina Mary. And I'm ready to sign it for Kilimanjaro for all the voices because it's time to you to be independent, to acknowledge what you are capable of doing because the gift is inside you. Everything you need is in you, your skill, your talent. And once you bring that out, people will acknowledge your character and not your color. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and that, sorry, go ahead. That, 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 yeah. so, sorry to disturb. Um, uh, Regina, one of my biggest problems yeah. right now because I'm acting producer and trying to answer some of the listeners um, people who like to ask you a question and everything, but they can't because they really can't hear you. Like, uh, it's that bad. It's like, uh, it's muffled. So, um, I don't know if you can still find another spot for the next 10 minutes while we're talking to you. We can continue with the show, uh, but they can hear you. Uh, me and in that day are having a hard time to hear you, but since we are talking to you direct, we can actually it's make easy. out, uh, what yeah. you're saying. But they can hear you. Like, it's it's very mumbling. Uh, I'm so sorry about that, honey. I don't know if it's a reception where you are uh, or anything like that. But can you be able to just move around where you're at? I don't know if you're inside the house. And uh, if it's warm enough, maybe step outside. Um, somewhere, <laughs> I, I don't know. warm enough. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is it warm in South Africa right now? I think it's warm. Yes, it is springtime right now yeah. in South Africa. I'm sorry, Regina. Uh, can you be able to... move around, no. Okay, all right. I'm sorry, man. I, they can hear you, and if the listeners complain, 
those are the people who keep us alive. So uh, I have no any other choice than to try to um, get you to move around. I'm sorry. But anyway, uh, let's continue no with the conversation. Uh, let's continue the conversation because what you are talking about sound very interesting and uh, it's very motivational. And I know you are a motivational speaker too. I forgot to say that you and dad, they have something in common. I do enjoy talking to my sister. I do. <laughs> I no, do. I can lie. She's a motivational <laughs> speaker. She's not a talker. <laughs> <laughs> Regina. Hello? Yeah, we can still hear you. Can you still hear us? Yes, I can still hear you loud and clear. Oh, okay. No, we were just saying that uh, Ndade is a motivational speaker. And while you're talking about all this good stuff, is there any points you can give it to him? Do you still need me to move around or can I carry on somewhere? I thought I was no, you you're good, my sister. We'll we'll make do with what we have. Um, if we can, if you can hear us, and we, we'll, you know, for our listeners, we'll make sure that we uh, Cooley will work his magic and make this sound all better in the podcast. So we appreciate you bearing with us because there's some great information being shared here. Uh, but what Cooley was saying, my sister, is uh, you also do some motivational speaking. Is that correct in South Africa? Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Now tell me, to do that, you do have to be very much vulnerable. You do have to tap into, um, it, it is, you know, it's a reoccurring theme to talk about things that you struggled with, things that make up your journey. Um, walk us through that because I feel like almost a lot of people can feel like they can be motivational speakers, but there's a difference between just being able to tell your story and maybe capture one or two people and actually truly moving people with your life um how did you transition from you know being an artist uh, a performer in theater and arts and then to saying i also will take upon the journey of motivational speaking wow great question <laughs> so basically i have never considered myself to be a motivational speaker but i guess through the stories i've shared i was referred to as one so the whole point for me is of is actually being able to understand what I went through as a child and knowing that there's what, there's what you call cause and effect. Everything you go through, that's abuse or pain, there's always a side effect to that. And the pain, the 11 suicide, the hate that I had towards myself, all that made me realize that I cannot just stand here and allow the next person to go through it when I could be the reason they don't. Because mm. as a little girl, all I ever wanted was for somebody to tell me, you can, you can, you can. Mm. Whenever you empower a person or actually constantly remind them they can do something, they want to do more. You tell a child or any person, oh, that was great, that was a great show, that was a great show. Tomorrow you'll make sure that any other great, that any other show that comes will be just as great. But if you have a show and somebody says, ah, oh, that was bad, just change that, or oh, you are killing the person. So basically, I have, I have been able to to go through my journey, and I'm 29, I turned 29 last week on the night, and it's been years and years of carrying baggage and baggage and baggage, mm. and like I said, sometimes you can put up a tough face and say, I'm okay, but internally, you're still trying to heal, you're still trying to find yourself, and I told myself, I could never ever wish this even on my greatest enemy, not that I have any, and what can I do about it? Let me share my story, let me be the person that says, listen, it happened, I've been there, but look at what I did. Because a lot of the times we are ashamed to talk about stuff. We are ashamed to tell people 
we went through rape, we ashamed to tell people I couldn't read. I mean, it took me 25 years of my life to literally open up and say, I struggle with reading and writing. And if I had spoken much earlier, maybe it wouldn't have been as, as hard as it was. Yeah. Because you have to be the voice. And I cannot go without saying happy belated birthday to you. I heard you share your birthday. We we normally yeah. don't like to uh, ask ladies age. We still believe in being polite. But happy belated birthday to you. You know, enjoy this last Thank bit of uh, of that decade. Um, uh, you know, so th- that is so true. Um, you know, things that you share and what what we talk about. And it, I think it is all in timing. Um, you know, for our listeners, they know that the show is based on African diaspora, which at the end of the day, it's whether you have moved, uh, physically, but I also think even mentally and just emotionally, if you've moved your place to a place of positivity and telling yourself that the struggles, I like the, the term that you use there. It's cause and effects. Um, there's a lot of things in our lives that happen. And if we don't try to find the good in them, whether you're a spiritual person or not, um, if we are not able to find the good in them, nothing will ever be redeemed to show this is why you went through this cause so that the effect may be for you to maybe better somebody else's life. Um, so the, thank you for sharing. And, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a pity the, the connection was a little bit tough. But here's what I'd ask. Um, how do folks um, catch up with you on social media? How do people, um, you know, get, get more information about the cause and also just to even catch up on some of the performances that you have out there? How can people uh, be able to follow you and catch you on social media? Okay, thank you so much. I've got my social media page with Regina Mary and my voice. That's just me and the work I do and the motivational talk. Then I have a different one called My Voice, Albinism, the New Era, where it's a talk show where I just meet up with different people with albinism. I'm like, no, you are independent. You are doing something. Share your voice. And I'm also on YouTube with the same account, Regina Mary and my voice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm not sure how much to do that. It's just Google Regina Mary, then you will definitely get everything you need. And I'm happy to be able to respond to different people on my WhatsApp uh, messenger if they need to talk about anything. I love it. I love it. And my sister, uh, you know, I haven't shared much on the radio station, but I will be uh, blessed with the opportunity of coming home uh, in the beginning of October. So I may just reach out to you just so that we can sit down and talk with a clear connection live and direct. Um, while I'm home. That so. would be amazing. Hey, hey yes. Re- Regina, one more thing I want to ask from you. Um, I'm playing your song, by the way, uh, right now, so I'm going to play the full audio of the song after the show. But anyway, I want to ask you, uh, you also have, um, do you have like some sort of a website where people can uh, donate to your cause or do you uh, accept donations or anything like that? Or how do people donate to your cause? I currently don't have a website right now, but since you mentioned it, I'll definitely start working on it. But most people can just reach me on my Facebook, on my Instagram, and my email address if that's possible. Yeah, okay. Well, I would say that just for the suggestion, open up a go find page, you know what I mean? And you can share it with us too, because whenever people want to help you with the expenses of uh, your cause, and uh, you can actually be able to get, I mean, whatever they can help you with, anything would help. You know what I mean? So I just wanna, I just want you yes. to create that. If you do, please let us know so that we can share it. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Maybe that could be the start. It could literally help me create a website. You know, I'm very open about my literacy. There's certain things that I'm not able to do, but I know that since we are a unity, 
life is possible. You know, there's this one thing I do that nobody knows. When I chat to people, I literally speak into my phone and it types for me. So the most important thing about life is that once the door is closed, you don't go back. Try the roof, try the ceiling, try everything, but you don't go back and say, I can't. Because the whole point of being a unity is saying that it's possible and there's people around to make it possible. Oh, this is beautiful. My sister, you and I will certainly have to sit down over some Laka Bani Chow and carry on this conversation because I'm enjoying it way too much and time has just been against <laughs> us. It has been an absolute pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. That was Sister Andlovo joining us with so much aspiration and so much motivation. We thank you so much, my sister. Greetings to thank our you, home Regina. Country as well. thank, thank you, Regina. Thank you, Regina. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sorry, though, you couldn't hear me very well. It's all right. That was Regina and Love when the song is Kilimanjaro. Good people, you can get it right now on any of your streams. The song is Kilimanjaro. Regina Mary, hear this. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Away show live. And uh, thank you so much to Regina, dude. That was a really lovely interview. I really enjoyed it. I loved it. Uh, last I loved time it, I talked man. to her, last time I talked to her, man, she was wonderful too. So she's such a nice soul, you know. She's such a wonderful soul. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we really appreciate you guys tuning in with us. And thank you for those who sent me a message. Let me know that they couldn't hear. Uh, I'll try to clean up the audio. You can catch the podcast. I always put it on every Monday. So tomorrow night, I'll have a podcast ready for you. But me and Intata, we haven't been in a studio for a long time, my brother, man. Yes. We've got a lot of things to talk about. You know, I was even thinking about some of the stuff um, that uh, has happened in the media uh, that yeah. has been going on. But now, you know what? I want to start here on the culture, though, because the culture is very important. Um, culture. Let's do it. Let's do the culture first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's going on with the whole? You know, ever since uh, Eminem um, basically dropped <laughs> that Kamakazi, and yeah. basically, 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 he annihilated it on everybody. Annihilated everybody. Everybody. Yes. But yes. now nah, we can we can take this away from the king, Machine Gal Kelly. He come back yeah. and he throw something in there. And Eminem just finished him off just recently. But no, you know what was funny about that? Eminem was in a, in a soy, in his own radio station, right? Mm-hmm. And he said something like, oh, you know what? Uh, I don't want to respond to these rappers because when you say something, it makes them bigger than what they are. But he yeah. just released another. But he released something after that, which is interesting. Yeah. You know, for, for the culture, um, hip hop, is it's interesting uh, because... You know, I talked to some of the guys that are my age. I was with one of my friends yesterday helping to move. And um, we were listening to some old school G-Unit and some old school Lloyd Banks. I'm talking serious lyrics and bars. And say what you may, hip-hop is more mainstream than it was before. Um, and I actually like what's going on. It's it's all right for the youngsters. And it's all right for Eminem to realize that age catches up and you get older. Yeah, and there's a new generation. Yeah, and there's a new generation that's coming up, and they have an audience that's dedicated. They don't care Eminem was the greatest because if you look at 
you know, comments on social media platforms. Some people are totally saying, well, Eminem just destroyed them and shut the case down. But some are like, no, he did not. He's just name dropping. He's just using certain names to drop, uh, you know, to, to, to flow and make, uh, and make those bars. But at the end of the day, it's people are still talking about hip hop. It's it's what mm. was started in hip hop. And not only that, let's not uh, fail to acknowledge the big moment uh, last weekend in my close uh, neighbor town, uh, neighboring city over here, Boston, where um, Meek Mills and Drake uh, oh, squashed their beef. That was that. big for the culture. Yeah, so let's talk about that. the positiveness yeah, of the culture. Because you got two. And Cooley, what's interesting is this happens the very same weekend where our two sisters, Nicki Minaj and uh, Cardi B. Oh, um, she threw a shoe on her, man. She pulled a George Bush oh, on her. Oh, boy. <laughs> she pulled a George Bush <laughs> and threw the shoe. Shout out to my boy. She uh, threw the shoe back in the day. We got the, the shoe through Madden. But, um, so it's interesting. I find, Don't you find it interesting, though, that, that Meek Mills and Drake, and I don't know uh, if it was planned on that they squashed their beef on the weekend when Nicki Minaj is out here pretty much beefing with the whole industry. It's pretty interesting. Is it? Is it? uh, You know what? I was also thinking about because I've been listening to that Queen Radio uh, Mm. by Nicki Minaj, and I'm sitting over there. Do you think most artists are going to start to be like radio jocks now? Since uh, it seems like it's giving her such a huge platform, dude, because her sales, her sales went up really high. It is evolution. I think it's evolution, Cooley. I think people are very quick to pick up on. Things that um, are grabbing uh, attention of people, things that are grabbing the buyers, and they are realizing that people might not, you know, th- this is no longer the days of uh, behind the VH1. Remember VH1 behind the music when you would sit there and watch a whole hour of, of behind the music and you would get to see what the artist does when they are traveling. Well, we don't need that anymore because we have social media and they can record pretty much everything that they, they want to live. So now when they are expanding their skill sets, and I'm not mad at them because they are saying I'm more than a rapper, a singer, uh, uh, you know, a, a fashion icon. I now also do radio. The only challenge I have with it is then you got little guys like you and I. We, we've been doing this for about a year, Nicki Minaj. You know, shout out to you, my <laughs> sister. But we've been at this. We've been uh, you this. Homo Homo Way Show been doing this. But, yeah. but it, it's also, it's her trying to expand that platform and, and create more of a buzz for herself. You know, it's work for her at the end of the day. So I, I'm not going to knock the next man or woman for doing what they do. I think at the end of the day, what's most important, Kuli, and tell me what you think about this. Through all of this, I think artists need to almost have a disclaimer and a reminder to these children that are watching them that at the end of the day, this is, yes, it's reality for them, but it's also, it's, it's work. This is what they are doing to create a buzz for themselves. So when you think of the Meek Mill and Drake situation, that almost went to the streets and got really bad. But these guys were able to get together and say, let's shake hands and continue to make money and make history together. Absolutely. That is big. I think that's a good message for the young folks out there that you can have conflict. You can even create competition to bring out the best in each other. But when you create competition that will eventually take somebody's life. That's unfortunate, you know, yeah, so we all bad. have a responsibility. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Uh, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, I also want to highlight another big story this week um, that they remember about this story. And of mm. Judy and, uh, and of Judy Dallas police officer after mm. getting off her shift and walk two blocks to her apartment building uh, gets off on the wrong floor. Let's go mm. to Dallas Morning News and hear the story. Last night, just before 10 p.m., a Dallas officer called police dispatch 
saying that she had just been involved in a shooting at these apartment complex in the 1200 block of South Lamar. Now, preliminary information suggests that the officer was in full uniform and just finished working a full shift. And, uh, and then she reported to responding officers that when she came home, she entered into the victim's apartment believing it was her own apartment. And at some point, she pulled her uh, weapon and shot the victim. The responding officers administered aid to the 26-year-old male victim until the paramedics arrived, at which time he was transported to an area hospital where he was pronounced deceased. Uh, and this remains a joint investigation with the Dallas Police Department and District Attorney's, uh, District Attorney's Office. So, uh, you know, as information becomes available, we will be sure to update you accordingly. Mm -hmm. All right. So this was the original audio uh, when the police chief up in Dallas, police uh, uh, lieutenant, um, police, Dallas police lieutenant, whatever it is. Uh, he was the one giving the, the press release and uh, telling mm. them what had just happened. There's been so many things that came out of that. Um, and there's so many things that we heard. One of them is that she said that the guy was inside the house and it was dark inside the house. And uh, she gave him commands and that's when they, she shot him because he didn't comply. And, and another one is come out is saying there was uh, a... Basically, they did. They got a search warrant inside this guy's house, and they found uh, police marijuana proof, the marijuana, and all of that stuff. Yeah. And um, we know that it took them three days before they arrest this officer. So, uh, mm. what is going on, man? What is your opinion? Just following the story because this story touched me. Uh, actually, this story touched me really hard because this is why I'm saying that. I've had my own times too when I was young, where I actually. Honestly speaking, I got into the wrong house. I well, never got can I inside ask a, the can door. Can I ask a fair question? And this is, and I'm not being funny here, but you, you mentioned you were younger. Um, you, were you coming from work by any chance? No, no, I was. I was actually intoxicated. So you were drunk. Okay, yeah, so here's drunk. the major difference. Here's the major difference, right? Because you are right. It could it could very well happen that somebody makes some mistakes and walks into the wrong door because they were intoxicated because they were whatever they are. But if you are coming home from work and you have done this, I don't know how many times you could almost subconsciously, even if you were tired, you know, the feeling of your door, you know, that, you know, when you put in your key into the, into the keyhole, you know, these things that you do to open your own door, the way you open it. So I just find it very ridiculous for us to have to believe that somehow this was an honest mistake. Either there were intoxication involved which then that's a different story of why you intoxicated. We, we haven't got, yeah, we haven't got the results too from the toxicology yeah. report. Oh, but so. funny how we have, we have confirmation that the man had marijuana in his house, which I don't know what the heck they got to do with anything. Right. That, yeah, that's no, just Absolutely. It. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot wrong with it, Cooley. And you know, it, it, it hurts me. And I actually spoke with one of my mentors at work this past week and I was telling him some of my stories and big shout out to, I, you know, I can't, I can't mention his name for just privacy reasons, but he asked me as a black man, and he's a white male, um, and he said, you know, Natasha, do you feel like it's gotten worse? Do you feel like things as as a man who looks different and especially living in New Hampshire, do you feel like things getting worse? And I said, absolutely. And this is the, it, it, I said, absolutely, but also it's just that it's more visible. It's that we can, things, news can fly and get out there much quicker. 
So they are trying to get a hold of the story, Cooley. They are trying to stay ahead of it. At the end of the day, if you shot somebody by accident, it would not take them four days to arrest you, my brother. I'll give you that. No, no, no. It would give you the same privilege. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So yeah. rest in peace to the man and, you know, condolences to his family um, for the loss that they're experiencing, um, senseless loss that they're experiencing at the hands of the one that was supposed to protect and may, may justice truly prevail um, in, in the most utmost way. Um, so that that's unfortunate. But Cooley, you know, before we run out of time, um, and I'm so bummed, I'm so hurt that I'm not able to make it next week. But next week is a very huge, huge week for for South Africa and diaspora, South Africans this side. Big shout yeah, out to absolutely. Big shout out to to Cooley, the cool cat. Um, big <laughs> shout out to Msai, DJ Bush, and everybody who uh, you know. The chat has been lit. People are organizing things. Tell me more about what's going down next week it's, in NYU. It, it, it's gonna be big, bro. We actually having yeah. a. Uh, basically, uh, the idea is to bring people together, and uh, mm. and when we say bring people together, is because since we've been here in America, and a lot of people kind of like uh live in uh, certain uh, cliques, and it's nothing mm-hmm. wrong about people doing that because, of course, people in Yorkshire are more closer to Ntate than people decide because why mm. you live with them, right? So yeah, same yeah, thing yeah. over here. You got people in New York having their own group, Connecticut and New Jersey, and you know, and uh, Washington DC, all of those places. So what mm. we decided to do is that okay, let's bring these people who are here around the area together and to actually uh, organize something where it's no longer just about Umbani event. We yeah. have to secure the place, so we put our name out there. And then another thing too, of course, we're gonna be part of the organization. We're gonna be organizing it. But the mm. people that are bringing the food, uh, we have your mom and uh, your 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 aunt is out there too. Would be with with their shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have yeah, all yeah. these people that are gonna come out and just basically to just enjoy each other's company. And if we sell mm. something, sell something. If you you wanna talk about something, talk about something. But what I'm gonna be doing is uh, trying to get everybody's story and have uh, conversations and all of that stuff. Trying to figure out how we can bring our nation together, bring our South African nation together first, because we have all these other brothers and sisters around. Us. So in order for us to be able to involve them, we have to start with us first. You know, I'm, I do believe in us. I do believe that South yeah. Africa has got a brighter future with all the people that we have in this side and people at home. So if we're doing something on this side, since we have a generations and generations of people, how about we start to do things together? You know what I mean? So I love I'll put it. a name on it. But anyway, so it's a Heritage Day, of which is something that has been celebrated for ages in South Africa. Uh, heritage Day, where we basically come out and dress in our costumes. No. Not, is it a costume? No, 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 no. no. Costume? Don't, don't call them costumes. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. My, my bad. You see, that's a problem. I work, <laughs> I work for Disney World once time, one time in my life. So that, that's where the mentality is coming from. I apologize. Our traditional apolo- attire. We will exactly. call it our traditional attire. Exactly. Our traditional attire. Thank you, Daddy. But anyway, mm-hmm. everybody's going to come out dressed in something and whatever beads or whatever you have. Uh, and just come out there, look all nice and colorful, take pictures yeah. and eat some food together. The food is strictly going to be uh, African food. So I don't care yes. what side of Africa is from. So there may be some of the things that are going to be Americans is probably hot dogs for the kids. If somebody bring them, I don't know. But um, yeah. uh, for the most part, I mean, I'm, I have a sister, uh, Sharon. Uh, she's going to be shipping a part of us. No, she's actually shipping all the way from San Francisco. She's shipping a, 
uh, a lambs do for the, for the bunny chow. Isan, isan, so like a bunny chow. Uh, if you don't know what the bunny chow is, so you'll find out. Come through and you can make There will be no bunnies harm <laughs> during this situation. I promise you. The, the bunnies are safe. Don't get, don't get Peter I, after us now. We don't want people boycotting at the event over I'm here. I'm glad you said that. But now, <laughs> w- w- do you know where the bunny chow coming from? No, tell me. I don't know the history. I just know that I enjoy I, I, it. I don't, know, like I don't know either. Like I, I always I, wonder, wonder why do they call it bunny chow? You know, like I, I did. I did it. see. I did see a lot of people. Shout out to uh, Jigger Man, uh, one of our best interviews that we ever done. If you remember last year, we did an interview with the owner of uh, Ayatini. But oh, I saw that they were doing. You should yeah. stop by. Or you should stop by see him when you get down there, man. That brother. Oh, oh, that, that's that not brother, even a question. That's that, uh, that brother that's said a, some a cool definite. stuff, dude. That he wants to come over this side and yes, you know, yes, you know, we'll you know what would be nice. Mm. is to actually have this event next year with Ayadin. So maybe I'll talk to him about that. Um, yeah, why don't absolutely. we do this? So this is live. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're experiencing, this is how ideas are created live on air. Because what we're going to do now is we are going to make sure that next week is a successful event. Make sure that you show up. Go to our pages, Umbani Radio on Instagram, The Home Away Show on uh, on Facebook. Follow Cooley, follow myself. Get all, show up next week because what's going to happen is we're going to take the visuals from next week. And if you know Ayatini or if you know anything about South Africa, you know it happens Ayatini. We're going to propose this to Chika Man. So Chika Man, if you're still listening, my brother, uh, I'm on my way home. And when I touch down, I'm coming from that for that lack of food, but also I'm coming for some conversations on how can we get Ayatini to sponsor next uh, next uh, next that, year heritage. That would be so that nice. Would be that, that would actually be nice, like just having yeah. a because it's such a, a popular um, cultural it's thing now in South Africa. It's a fixture. Yeah, you know, it's I, a big fixture. I don't know. I know we are being biased because we're from uh, uh, in uh, Zululand, but it's because we know it's became a, an actual phenomenon in South Africa right now. I it mean, you, you look at what's going on in December. And you tell me if there's any other spot in uh, South Zemba Africa. There's no any other spot that can pop it like them. No. Nah, nah, nah. nah. And shout out to Max too, by the way. You know, staying in a good spirit of competition. Oh, my Champlain is next too. Door. Yeah, my Champlain. There's a lot, but there's a lot of these areas that are popping up and it is our own, right? It is building on our own. There's nothing wrong with saying our own people. Black owned, we, we love We love Chinese food. It is owned by the Chinese culture. We love going to, to the Greek restaurant. It's, it, there's nothing wrong with saying it's black owned and it's ours. And um, even this weekend, they showed visuals of people coming to Guamaxi, to Ayatini from all over the world. So go to South Africa, go to Africa, go to Nigeria, go to Kenya. You are going to love what we have out there. We come to America. It has taught us how to wake up in the morning. And one thing I'll share, Cooley, um, you know, as we, we're getting close to wrap up over here, and I'm going to mention this on today's uh, positive note, but is nobody owes you a dang thing. Please understand that nobody owes you anything. Even when they owe you, they still don't owe you anything because they can disappear. But what you owe yourself is to wake up every morning and go get it. Go get it. Stop playing. So, um, you know, shout out to America for for instilling that in us because you got to wake up and put in them 40 plus hours. Otherwise, them bills ain't paid. So get your butt up. It's yeah. the Home Away Show. You already know how we do. My uh, brother, yeah. the cool cat and myself. 
uh, laying down the facts. So uh, we, we really appreciate y'all joining. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. And this is Kuli the Cool Man. I want to let him in that to jump in on that positive note just to close up the show because it's almost that time that day. And it was such a beautiful show, man. I want to leave it yeah. all up to you. Take it over, Des. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I want people to understand as we get into the positive notes in the background, Kitse Potsule, uh, who's, who's, uh, singing that track. And it says, which means it's all all right. It's all going to be all right. Um, I just spoke a moment ago that no one owes you anything. And what do I mean by that? Um, in conversations with my aunt that I look up to a lot, um, Lungi exclusives are her shoes. So make sure you go catch up with those. I was speaking with her um, about one thing that I've learned in my 20 plus years of living in America. Um, could I have learned it in South Africa? I'll never know because I, did, I didn't truly spend all my adolescent years there. But I've learned that you are not owed anything. At your job, it is a contract. You sign a contract to show up for 40 hours, they will pay you for those 40 hours. If you work above and beyond that, they will pay you for that. They don't owe you a promotion. You owe yourself to earn that promotion. At home, your husband, your wife, your children, they don't owe you anything. Love is, is, one could argue that it's free or it costs you. And we don't owe each other anything. We have to get away from this mentality of my friends owe me a contact so that I can call and get the same opportunity as they did. Or Cooley owes me this uh, and that's why I'm hindered. If you step away from the mentality of people owe me this, and start to tell yourself you owe yourself an opportunity to be successful. Focus on it. Wake up each morning. Tell yourself this is your opportunity. Tell yourself you are the doggone greatest. Maybe you failed yesterday. You failed miserably. Maybe you failed last week and all month long. It is not too late to wake up and say, I am the greatest. I believe in myself and I can get it done. And then go out there and get it. There's a, a video that I often used to show my uh, financial associates when I was in a teaching space, and it is called Make Your Bed Every Morning. It was a commencement speech for college grads done by, uh, an, uh, I believe he was in the Navy, an admiral. And he spoke about making your bed in the morning and the importance that comes with that after. So what I would urge you each morning, wake up, thank the Lord, thank whoever it is that you thank for another day. Make your bed and give the day your best because nobody owes you a damn thing. But you owe yourself the success. You owe yourself the forgiveness. You owe yourself everything. We thank you for listening today. You didn't owe us this time, but we do thank you for listening. And we'll continue to give you our best. Cooley the cool man. Dad, Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. May you be blessed. Absolutely. You Thank you. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say goodbye to everybody and we'll be seeing you next weekend. And just make your way out there, 155 uh, Washington, uh, 155th Street and yes. uh, Fort Washington Park up in New York. Uh, Fort Washington Park in New York City. We're going to be there. Yes. We're going to be there since 11 a.m. It's going to be popping. You know how it is. We're going to be yes. having a great time. You know mm -hmm. we're gonna be having a great time with you guys, but anyway, and that uh, thank yes, you so sir. much, my brother, and I really appreciated this show today. Unfortunately, for those who have just sent me another message to say where was the guest, uh, we only had just a small <laughs> amount of time with um, because yes, they, yeah. you know, when you tune in late, this is what happened.
you end up sending me this kind of messages but next time hey, be on here's time. the last message for them when you're late when you're on time no 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 pardon me when you are when you're early you're on time when you're on time you're late let me repeat that when you're early you are on time when you're on time you are late so get here early next time don't say we never <laughs> told you or gave you nothing god bless you we appreciate you see ya i'll see ya